I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Hello, this is Get Connected, and we are delighted that you have joined us. This edition's subject matter is a groundbreaking one entitled Breaking Barriers, Extraordinary Life. Here is Bishop Israel Ade Ajala with this profound word. I welcome you to the month of October. Last Friday, I rounded up the teaching we were doing for September. And I promise you that we are going to start a new series today. Today is the eighth day of October 2021. And I want to prophesy over your life that from today, the Lord will disrupt your life from being normal to supernatural. You are built to live extraordinary life. It is not humility that makes us to live a small life. It is what people are saying around us. So people want to define what being humble means. They think humility means that you are being walked upon, walked over. But don't forget that the man who wrote the fact that he was humble was Moses. Moses wrote about himself. And Moses said, Moses was the most humble man on the face of the earth. So Moses was writing about Moses, saying that Moses was humble. Now, if it were to be today, we will all roll our eyes and we will say, oh, how can you say you are humble? Now, because the world's definition of humility is different from God's definition of humility. Humility simply means knowing who you are and knowing your capacity and walking in the fullness of who you are. Not trying to be somebody else. That's humility. Humility is not trying to be uh, an underdog to everybody. That is the world's definition of humility. Therefore, you are created for extraordinary life. The life you've been living now, there is still more life. In John chapter 10, verse 10, of amplified version, he said, God has come to give you life to the full till it overflows. So overflowing life is yours. Let me go back to the beginning, the beginning of the beginning, the book of Genesis. And I'm going to read message translation. It's a paraphrase, but it is good. I'm reading Genesis 1. Verses 26 to 28. Genesis 1, 26 to 28, message translation. Let me read. God spoke. Let us make human beings in our image. Make them reflecting our nature. So they can be responsible for the fish in the sea. 
the birds in the air, the cattle, and yes, earth itself, and every animal that moves on the face of the earth. God created human beings. He created them God-like, reflecting God's nature. He created them male and female. God blessed them. Prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, take charge, be responsible for fish in the sea, birds in the air, for every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. I want you to look at what the Bible talks about here. God said, let us make human beings in our image. Watch this now. Reflecting our nature. In other words, what is the nature of God? Everything about the nature of God is supernatural to man. God said he created you to reflect his nature. That means you are not supposed to live like a natural man. You, you are, your life is beyond normal if you are in Christ Jesus. And that is why if you are not in Christ Jesus, guess what you should do? Ask Christ to come into your life. You see, he, he said, let's create human beings. Let's make them reflecting our nature. What is the nature of God? Supernatural. You can't love without supernatural help. Let me show you what happened. God now created the first man by the name Adam. That, then that same Adam went ahead and named all animals, everything created by God. Listen to this. There are over a million species of animals, and Adam named all of them. Naming them is one thing. Remembering them, the names that he gave to each one without mixing it, is another thing. Now, when Adam disobeyed God, he lost all those ability. But I have good news for you. When Jesus came, he brought back those ability. No wonder Paul now wrote, he said, we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. We don't operate in the mind of the fallen Adam. We now have the mind of the resurrected Christ, which means whatever Adam knew, whatever power that was in Adam before the fall has been restored to man. Then God blessed them. Watch this. A lot of time. We don't, we don't know that the first commandment that God gave to man was not thou shalt have no other God before me. The first commandment that God gave to man is found in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28. Then God blessed them. That's, that's his statement. God blessed them. The word blessed means empowered to succeed. Empowered to succeed. So God deposited into their life the ability, the enablement to succeed. It was only after he had blessed them that he now charged them. What was the charge? He said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it. So that's the command. 
Be fruitful. Multiply. Fill the earth. Subdue it. Message translation put it this way. Four charge that God gave to man as a command. Prosper. So not to prosper is not God's fault. It's my fault. Because I now have the mind of Christ. He said, prosper. Then he says, reproduce. Reproduce. He says, fill the earth. Then he says, take charge. Take charge. Now, Adam fell. He lost all those abilities. The, the few abilities that ordinary man now has is reproduce. And not even every man reproduces. You know, prosper. Man now struggle to prosper. Fill the earth. We, have, we, have, we struggle to do that. Take charge. Did you notice he never ever says control another man? No. If you look at the charge he gave to man, there is nowhere he says another man should dominate another man. We are to dominate every other created things. Yes. But we must submit to one another, not to dominate one another. We are to submit to one another. And submission is attitude. Obedience is action. In other words, everyone that tries to dominate you, that's why your spirit repels it. Because you are not created to be dominated. Yes, you are commanded to submit. We learn yes. how to submit to God, but not because you are to dominate. When the scripture says, wives submit your, to your own husband, before that verse, he already says submitting to one another yes. in the fear of God. So watch this. God never wanted you to be dominated. He doesn't want you to be dominated by drug. Doesn't want marijuana to dominate you. He doesn't want alcohol to dominate you. He doesn't want pride to dominate you. Nor does he want man to dominate you. Nobody loves to be dominated. No, a lot of people will say, oh, freedom, liberty, the spirit mm -hmm. of America. Praise the Lord for that. But it's the spirit of human being. Yes. It's not, America just elucidate it, raise it up, bring it to the consciousness of man. Mm -hmm. You are born free, stay free. It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Don't subject yourself again to the yoke of slavery. That is why slavery is a sin. Because we are not supposed to dominate mm -hmm. another man. Yes. We are not supposed to. Especially if they are born again. Even not. We are not supposed to. Even if they are not Christian. We are not supposed to dominate them. We are supposed to teach them the way of the Lord. Teach them the principles of the kingdom. They will learn to submit. Yes. Look at this. You may think you dominate a horse. The horse, no, you do not dominate him. Every rider of a horse knows the horse submits to the rider. Yes. Because the day the horse refused to submit, it will kill the rider. The bronco is stronger than the one who rides it. The reason is the bronco horse submitted to the rider voluntarily. And he uses the bridle to control him, to communicate yes. with him, when to stop, when to move forward. It doesn't mean you dominate the thing. 
If that thing wants to liberate himself, he will mm-hmm. kill whoever is on it. Mm-hmm. And, and even though God created man to dominate, he says, fill the earth, take charge. The word that we talk, we, 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 we call dominate is what Eugene Patterson called take charge. Because the word dominate can easily give us a negative connotation of people wanting to dominate another people, subject yes. them, make them inhuman, yes. bust their head, throw them in jail. We are better than them. That's the spirit of the devil. That's not of God. God said, take charge. To take charge means show them the way. To take charge means be the trailblazer. One of the greatest things I appreciate about America as a nation is a trailblazer. Yes. Everything, whether good or bad, mm-hmm. the whole world wants to be. I was in India many years ago. The kids were watching MTV. MTV. Wow. In the village of Africa, they were they are watching MTV. Some of the things they are watching, I would not let my kids watch it. That's how America leads the world. But it doesn't mean we are to dominate. We are to take charge. We are to show them this is the way to do it. This is the way to do it. So anything that is dominating you is not of God. And you know what? Nothing can dominate you until you give him the right. Nothing can dominate you until you give him the right. Because once you are in Christ, the Bible says, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming new. Jesus recovered what Adam lost. Adam lost an extraordinary life. Before the fall... Adam did not need to pray because he fellowship with God. God will come down in the mm. cool of the days. Before prayer was mentioned, it was in Genesis 5, when man now began to call upon the name of the Lord. It was, prayer is something that we are, is not part of God's agenda in the beginning. It's as a result of the fall that God now says, okay, you will pray. Call upon my name, I will answer you. I'm not going to be getting involved since you've chosen the path you want to go unless you invite me. Original plan is follow my pastor plan. Adam, don't eat this tree from, from the fruit, this fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. He says, it is not, we always... We always put our eyes on good and evil. And we missed the word knowledge. It is the knowledge of the good and evil that God was saying, don't have it. Yes. And once you have it, now you can behave as good and bad simultaneously. One moment you are good. The next moment you are bad. One moment you are in church raising your hand. The next moment you are raising your finger at somebody on the highway. The same person. Because the knowledge of good and evil now resides in us. Jesus came and said, that should not be anymore. You are a new creation now. All things have passed away. If you use my mind to think, you will now have the mind that Adam lost, which I have brought back to you. And when you have the mind of Christ, 
you will not live ordinary life because everything about Jesus is supernatural. Moses had to use a rod and he pointed it to the Red Sea. The Red Sea parted for the children of Israel to walk through. Mm -hmm. When it was the turn of Jesus to rescue his disciples, he didn't part the sea. He just walked on the same water. He just walked on water. In other words, the power that resides in Christ is way more than the power that resides in Adam and Adam's children after the fall. Christ has come to restore that to you. It is up to you and I to receive it. I'll be right back after this. Bishop, thank you for this commanding word on breaking barriers, extraordinary life. We are looking forward to more of this much-needed word. We'll be back with more after these announcements. Be our special guest at our services at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. Services are held on Wednesdays at 7 p.m., Fridays at 7 p.m., and Sundays at 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 11.30 a.m. as the word of the Lord goes forth from Bishop Israel Aday Ajala. For more information, contact us at 720-859-1737. If you are in need of food or you know someone who is in need of food, join us, visit us at our food bank every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. There is no registration or requirements. All are welcome. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. A special all-night prayer and anointing service for breaking invisible barriers will be held here at Kingdom Connection on Friday, October 29th from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ministering will be our very own Right Reverend Dr. Israel Ade Ajala and Reverend Dr. Lawrence Lasisi of Springs of Hope Christian Ministries in Long Beach, California. Also, psalmist and musician Nee Adams. For more information, contact us here at Kingdom Connection at 720-859-1737. Welcome back to Get Connected. Bishop, this is our first edition on the subject matter of breaking barriers, extraordinary life, yes. and already it is stirring up the spiritual atmosphere. Bishop, is the church corporately living an extraordinary life as the church corporately? And then, Bishop, how do we position ourselves individually to live an extraordinary life. Amen. Um, the, your question, the second part of your question is what we are going to use this whole month to teach. But I will say the first part, no. The church is not living extraordinary life to the full extent to which they can. You know why? We have reduced God to our level of intelligence. We've reduced God in our churches to our senses. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't make sense, then it shouldn't be God. We shouldn't be doing it. Why should they speak in tongues? That's nonsense. Is it? Yes. It sounds good to us. It appeals to our emotion. But what is it doing? It's reducing us from the royal throne that God has brought us yes. to become to be living an ordinary life. 
The Bible says they know not. Neither do they realize. I have said you are gods. But they are dying like mere men. You are not supposed to die like mere men. Everything that anybody bad mouth about supernatural is what is contributing to the church not having the power that the churches of old have. Look at what they said about the church of the Acts of Apostles. The people that turned the world upside down are now here. Mm. When the Christians show up, the people say, these people that have thrown the whole world upside down are here. When did Christians go somewhere today and the people in the mm. community even recognize them? Even we build these big, big churches, we drive in and drove out, we make no impact in the community where our church is. We brag about our achievement and our... Yes. And I'm not saying that is wrong. We have a good building too. But... Everyone in our neighborhood know we are here. Yes. They know that we, we are true. here. Mm -hmm. You see? But, you see, it is not just in the, in, in the spectacular. It's in the mundane things. Yeah. Like loving your neighbor, serving your neighbor, praying for them, walking in love, being Christ to people. Be able to... So gently lead those who disagree with you back to Christ through love. What has church become? Cesspool of deception and lies. And we are so convinced that we are right and everybody else is wrong. And yet, that's not the way of Christ. We have put the law above the love of God. That's what is reducing us. We badmouth the work and the move of the Spirit because it does not make sense to us. And anointing you don't celebrate will not work for you. We, we talk down on the move of the Holy Spirit. This, we, we speak more Greek than those born in Greek, Greece. In fact, we speak more Hebrew than the Jew. And yet the love of God is far from our heart. Jesus told the Pharisees, he said, you search the scripture, thinking in it there is life, but you don't come to me, the giver of life. We pride ourselves in our PhD and THDs. And we speak great. And yet we speak so high that the ordinary man on the street is, is left wondering, where, where am I in all this? We would rather blame them for getting there rather than giving them our hand and saying, now that you are down, let me help you get up. That, those are the things, you know, that has removed the power to live an extraordinary life. You know what? We try to be like the world. If we realize that everybody in the world is writing T, 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 T in their forehead and their church is getting bigger, you will see preachers begin to write tattoo TTT on their forehead because they will say, that's the way we reach the world. We are not God-sensitive, we are seeker-sensitive. These are the things that has reduced us from the throne of majestic of God that God plays us, and we are going right back into that which God called us out of. But we are going to look at it. It's not over. 
The devil did not win. Yeah. The church still won. We are that mystery that God has kept even before the foundation of the world. Amen. Through us, the mystery of God's power, through us, the mystery of God's grace, through us, the mystery of supernatural. And when I say us, I'm not talking of kingdom connection alone. I'm talking of the church in general. We still come back to that place because God is coming back to a church that is without wrinkle or stain or blemish. He will perfect his church. Whether yes. we like it or not, revival is coming back to the United Amen. States of America. Amen. And after revival gets to this country, it will permeate and diffuse to every part of the world. This is the right time to live, brother. This is the right time to live, sister. We are about to witness an unprecedented Amen. outburst and outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the nation of United yes. States of America. Yes. Why? Because the church has come to the place where the church said there must be more. There, must, there has to be more than this. And it is only then that the churches will now go back on their knees and say, Father, we, have, we, are, we, we were wrong. We, we, we put ourselves ahead of you. He said, if my people yes. who are called by my name, we humble themselves. And then they will pray. They will seek my face. He said, I will hear from heaven. I will heal their land. I will heal their land. Mm. When we have finished all our effort, all our philosophy, all our theology, all our sociology, and we come to Christology, the Christ of the church will now come and pour the crystal of his life onto our life. Let me pray before we go. Father, we thank you. We bless you for today, for the word you have given us. And as we look forward to greater life you want to present to us, we decree and declare that our life will no longer be normal again, but it will be full of your hand, of your spirit, of your power. We will say again to the sick, be healed. We will tell the blind, be open. Ears that were deaf will come back. The lame will walk again. People shall receive the spirit of the living God and they will preach and testify of the goodness and the greatness of God again. Yes. Thank you for the revival that is about to start all over the United States, all over the world. And I thank you that you never give up on us. We honor you. I speak to the one that is sick, receive your healing. I speak to the one that is discouraged, get up, rejoice, for your light has come. See, we meet again next week. Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720 859 1737.